Yo, what's up? This is DJ Yellow from the world's most dangerous group. What's up? This is DOC, the Diggy Diggy motherfucking doc. Yo, 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 what's up? This is your boy, Z-Man. What up, yo? This is This is Jerry Heller, motherfucker. It's your boy, DJ Paul KOL from 360 Young Busy Bone. Vice World. This your man, Mastermind, the Hellraiser. Yo, this is DJ Ready Red. What up, what up, what up? This is the real Rick Ross, and you're listening to me on the Murder Master Music Show. What's up, everybody? It's your boy, Prez. Welcome back to the Murder Master Music Show. This is episode 891, and tonight we got a guest needs no introduction, but I'm going to give him one anyway. You know what I'm saying? I'm talking about Mr. Down by Law, Born to be Wild, Played Against Shan, Bars Over Bullshit himself. MC Shan, how you doing, fam? Chilling like a villain. <laughs> I had to play my own horn. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hey, there's nothing like a guest that comes with his own effects, I tell you. There you that's go. What's up. <laughs> Man, so uh, that's, that's what I'm talking about. Hey, first and foremost, uh, I was thoroughly entertained with that episode of Drink Champs, man. That was amazing to not only see you tell your story, but also bring in snow. Um, that had to be Yeah, that day. was their idea. That was the greatest idea. Yeah. But I don't yeah, want anybody day. to look at Drink Champs. And think that that's how Shan is every day. Shan is regularly normal like everybody else. Thank you very much. All right. Yeah. <laughs> I call my own effect. That is only brings his own effect. But yeah, that's, drink that's true, man. To You're... me was, it was a thing to go and get drunk and have fun with my friends. It wasn't about me trying to reestablish myself in the game. Oh, I've got an opportunity for people to see me. Why don't I straighten my act up? No, I acted up more than I usually do. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, hey, it, it was great, man. And, um, you know, like I said, it was dope to see snow there as well. And it opened the the, the door for the opportunity. Do you think you and snow might do something again in the future? Did that kind of rekindle anything? We've been, we, we've been working. Up? We've been working, but we're working on 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 his artist and our artist. You know, I'm working with Sig the Trig, and he's got Balam and, and Espresso and all of these guys down in Florida that he's working with. And so when I went down there, I, I, I took and took his artist in the studio, and I gave them a real Shan drill. This is how it is to be in the studio with Shan. You lucky you in there with snow. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but that's uh, that's dope, man, that you guys got some stuff going on, <clears throat> you know what I'm saying, for the uh, next generation, you know, his artists and your artists, um, 
know, when you when you did that drink champs, you know, um, that had to have been pretty cool. I know you ain't like you said, you ain't out there looking. You're just a regular day guy like anybody. You know, you're doing your thing every right. single day. But that had to have been awesome for you to get that uh, type of flowers while you're here because so many guys don't get them. You know what I'm saying? Now what? I've been getting those flowers, but I'm such a modest dude. I've been shunning it away. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And Nori and Trash, they made me, yo, Shan, you you got you got to take it. As much as you don't want to be a part of hip-hop, you want to step away from hip-hop. Remember, your show was the show I said fuck hip-hop for. And they're like, you can't do that. You, you have to. You can, you can say that all you want and all of that, but you you got to take the love. And so I've just been receiving the love nowadays and not trying to shut it off and try and act like, oh, I'm just a normal guy. Yeah, I did those things, you know. So it was a good thing for me because I'm st- I would have still been walking around here humble like, oh, my gosh, you know, just me. Just let me go by. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, no, no, man. You, like I mentioned in the beginning, those four albums right there, last one being Bars Over Bullshit. If anybody didn't check that out that's listening, please. That is a lyrical beast, that whole project, man. Why do you think it was slept on? Because, you know, I'm an old school dude. I ain't got all that money behind me, but you carried me through. You promoted me, so that's what mattered to me, you know. Those that didn't pick up on it, guess what? Internet music doesn't have a shelf life, so I can still pump bars over bullshit to people that didn't know it even existed and it'd be like a brand new project to them. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, even even when you go back to... No, go ahead, brother. I'm sorry. Once I came off of the Nori show, once I came off the Nori show and I had that two and 3,000 new people that didn't know what I do... Oh, believe me, I was refreshing them, bringing them back, bringing them back. You know, I said some crazy stuff about your man, too. Uh. <laughs> oh, who's that? Remember the last time I said something about him on your show, he called and said, Shit, better apologize. I gave him oh. a 30, 50 <laughs> ball apology. Yeah. Yeah, what an apology that was, man. That was good, great, the greatest apology in the history of hip-hop. Um, yeah, <laughs> you want that, me to apologize, was, dude? Here you go. Yeah, there's your apology. I remember. I, I remember. I was waiting all show. I was like, "What's he gonna say?" I knew you were gonna apologize. You know what I'm saying? But I was just, I right. was just curious as what you're gonna say. And then, boom, classic. <laughs> um, you know, I, 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 mean, I, I, I like Big Daddy King. No, I, I was going to say, I, I like Big Daddy Kane. Uh, I, lo- I love him to death, man. One of the greatest, you know what I'm saying? But I think everybody felt that that should have been you, you know what I'm saying, at that versus. Um, and it should have oh, yeah, been. Yeah, well, um, for song, that was been a Chris decision. Battle. That was a Chris yeah. decision. Why? Because they scripted that. You know you can't have nothing scripted with Shan. Shan's going to break all the rules. He's not going to play the game the way we play it. You see how I did Nori. You know what I'm saying? I come through and I do what I do when I do it and how I do it, and I'm not going to play by the rules. So we would have practiced that, but I would have had another show underhandedly on the other side. You dig what I'm saying? So they knew they couldn't put me there because Shannon just turned it into something else while Chris is yelling on stage like a gorilla. This nigga Shannon, I would have done the same eloquent things that Kane did. Kane showed him what an artist is. Sing your song. Don't keep putting the microphone to the crowd and whatnot, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I've seen him do that like two weeks ago, right? It seemed like he was talking to me. And then he gets on and say, <laughs> I love it though. This is what makes me and Chris, Chris. You know what I'm saying? Just all of this rivalry over the years. Now imagine if it wasn't. You know, I'd yeah. have nothing to talk about. <laughs> oh, just like in anything, just like in wrestling. You remember in the '80s, it was Hulk Hogan and the Iron Sheik. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Hip hop has to have those rivalries, and this is one of them. One of the first. Um, <clears throat> And one of the longest lasting too. Uh but what about right. <laughs> when you look at songs like uh off played against Shan, um, time for us to defend ourselves. So relevant today. You know, um 
it's timeless music, but you were trying to tell people back then what was going on, you know? Well, I guess I was ahead of the times, but still with the times, you know, because that record, like you said, that record is still relevant today, but people don't listen to messages. They don't like messages, especially messages that give you something encouraging. What I find that people like, uh, oh, be as raunchy as possible, let's... uh. You know, go rob something and steal something. But if you're trying to teach them how to get up out of that rut and that hole, then, you know, and how I figured that out. See, I do my own social experiments, right? I'll say some crappy, real, stupid, off-the-wall bullcrap on IG, right? And I'll get 20 fucking thousand people. Oh, like, like, like. Let me show you something how to get you out of your rut that you're in and show you how to hustle and make some money. Out here, then you don't have to be in rap music. That gets like twelve views. Like you know, like everybody ain't got it all. All all the answers. I don't have all the answers, but at least the answers that I do have, I try and share them with others. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, and that's important. Hey, you give uh, uh, people a lot uh, insight into your personal world, man, and I, I appreciate that. Because a lot of artists, you don't know what's going on with them. You know what I'm saying? You don't know what the heck they're doing. And props to you on the bus, man. How did that turn out? That turned out really good. That's what I drove down to Miami. And I also filmed a TV show while I was on the way to Miami. It's called So You Think You Not That One. What the heck is it? Uh, No Room Service was that show that I filmed. And No Room Service is a show where I take my old school self and I take a young artist out. And we just kick it on hip-hop. We riding in the bus. You know, you got nine-hour drives. So when you're going from place to place, this is how it used to be for us with no money, just driving in a, in a car from one place to the other just to do shows. Ain't no room service. Ain't no plane tickets. We're going to stop on the road to take a piss type of thing. And giving them the real raw grind of how it was. You know, just to be out here having to pump your music out of the trunk of your car, state to state, to get to where you're at. But she that, cheated, that, and so now I'm calling. I'm, right, but now I'm calling the show "No Civilization," to where I'm going to take them out on the RV, and we're going to go to somewhere where there is no room service for real. You know what I'm saying? If you go outside the camper at night, you might run into a bear. How about that? That's different. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. How many hip hop people yeah. you know go out to the woods? Uh, except for me. None. <laughs> None. That would be hey, that would be the first. But no, that's that's the creativeness in you, man. That's a dope idea. Uh, when are you gonna uh, start putting out episodes? Well, as soon as I finish the RV. See, the the uh, the episode of No Room Service is being edited right now. But now it's going to, because I'm getting ready to film me, I'm the, I'm the Bob Vila hip-hop, and so I'm about to redo the RV, and I'm going to turn it into a little mini condominium, and then we're going to go out on the condominium in the hot summer sun with air conditioner. <laughs> so that's in oh, the works yeah, yeah. right now. That's very dope, man. I can't wait to check that out. You know, um, and of course, you know, like I said, bars over bullshit, that's timeless. What about... Uh, um, that was your first album in like 26 years or something like that. Uh, what, what about yeah. a fifth album? You thought about doing a, a fifth uh, solo? Uh, I've got something coming up. I'm gonna be, First off, what I'm going to do is I'm going to jump on this The Bitch Is Over, The Bitch Is Over song that my cousin got out. <laughs> she done jacked Chris's beat. And so we got a little thing going on there, which, matter of fact, I got to go to the studio tomorrow and lay my stuff. I got my pad up oh. here somewhere. I got to go lay my, my verses. <laughs> yeah, there you go. I just got to make sure I keep the same pad around. <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah, there you Hell go. Yeah. No, no, no I'm not going to bust it on the I'm not going to bust it on the show, though. <laughs> it's going to be a surprise. No, no, save that one. <laughs> Save that one, but uh, yeah, I was I was just saying, no phone need, no, no cell phone need him calling you talking about. Can you tell him to give me an apology again? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, I I don't think I think he lost my number. You know, uh, uh, look, I think he uh, lost mine because 
I called him Cyrano de Bergerac on Nori. Thought damn for sure that they was going. He was going to be mad at that. <laughs> yeah, you would think. You know, you had to see it. Nori said, "I ain't ready. I ain't ready." <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Yeah. Hey, look, I got shit up here. MC Shen, this is KRS One. Uh, MC Shan, um, you know, uh, really, you and KRS One, it could have been something um, where you both make money. You know what I mean? You both come out. I think you said this before. You both come out every night. You, you each do a few songs, and then you battle each other, get the crowd involved, and do a tour. Is that something that would still be on the books if he ever came around and, and wanted to do that? No. Because at this point, I got so many other things to do. Like doing shows is not my, you know, doing shows is not my thing. I'm getting money somewhere else. You know what I mean? So I'm like, I'm not worried about doing no shows. And for you to take me away from my family and the life that I'm used to right now, it's not worth it to me. It's not worth it to me at all. I I mean, yeah, people like the money, but I like more family. I had that time when I was young. You know what I'm saying? Spot date here, spot date there. But me going out on some tour, and just being out for weeks and months, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, I could definitely understand that's that. That's just not it. Family is the uh, same with me, man. That's the comfort zone. That's the um, that's where I'm, I'm at my most peaceful times is with the family, um, you know. And that's, that's the, where you, you know, find me nowadays. And so that's why that's why. See, I found. That my voice still carries, even though I'm not doing music, I still teach people something, and I'm glad that I found another niche that I can still pass on something to the younger folks. Every now and then I get on and I'll say something about hip hop, and you know, every now and then I don't stick to music on my on my social media, which people would love. Or oh, if I talked about stupid music all. Oh, day they would be flocking to my page by the millions because I'm talking that stupid shit you know and so I'm happy just being who I am and the people that mess with me they mess with me it ain't like I've got people on my Instagram that don't bother you know you can have 500 million people on your thing but do all of them bother with you you know what I'm saying that's good for the numbers game the numbers game that they play with all of this, that's good for that. But if the true reality is, do these people really mess with you? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. Are they going to break bread with you when it comes time? Right. Um, you know, oh yeah, man. Same with the shows. Uh, you know, we get, we have our core group of people that that share it religiously, and uh, without them, man, I mean, I'm real grateful to them. But yeah, you're right, man. You got uh, um, people that uh, they want to see a certain thing, but you get, like I said, you give them a whole glimpse of everything. If you're working on the the, uh, the bus or doing other projects, you show them how to do things. Hand like the Bob Vila hip hop is what you said, right? Yep. Yeah. Every show, every show that comes on, that's reality. They always tell you, "Don't try this at home, folks." Well, the things that I do. That's my main motto. Please, try this at home, folks. You're not as stupid as you think you are. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's my whole thing, yeah. to motivate people, you know? I'm not a real motivational speaker, but if you see me being a, a, a stupid idiot that gets drunk, motivating and doing things like, what's your excuse? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Lots shit. of people's first impression first impression of me, what they saw was this drunk, skinny guy that talks a lot of crap. And so that's the impression that they walk away with. But when they finally come over and, and see where I really am with, oh, this motherfucker ain't as drunk and crazy as he portrayed, you know? Yeah. Definitely he is not. not as drunk and as stupid as he portrayed us, yo. I think he's fooling us. <laughs> oh, no, man. It's real talk. You could be searching YouTube. You know, a lot of people uh, get on YouTube, like, how to do this, how to do that. And, uh, you know, they might find an MC Shan way to do it. You know what I'm saying? 
Like, shit, yep. man, Shan helped me fix this. You know, Look, that's pretty I cool. Up, I put up a, a TV in my shed the other day because I got a little outside clubhouse that I made because I always got to have outside, you know what I'm saying, that's inside around my house. I done told people, I, I, they were like, how did you strap that TV up there? I nigger rigged it. <laughs> so got, I what, do what kind things of TV, and show TV, people. A big TV? Huh? You said it's a big, it's a big screen TV you got up there? Or? Yeah, I put a, it's a 32-inch, but I put it outside. It's in my yard, outside. Oh, okay. I got an air conditioner outside. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? In my little clubhouse. I made I made my yard comfortable for me this summer. You know what I mean? I'm getting my house prepared for summertime where the kids, my grandkids and everybody come, and it's comfortable. When I have friends come over, I don't want you in my house. We go into the clubhouse. Don't complain because it's outside, 90 degrees outside. Who cares? It's 52 in the shed. <laughs> yeah, you got it hooked up to where, yeah. Well, why not, man? 100%. And See, plus, the RV the used to be my to be entertainment place for company. But it's ripped up now, so I can't. I can't even go in there. I used to go in there just to watch TV and wake up to birds chirping. Like, damn, you went to sleep in here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So you really like the outdoors, man? Are there any places that uh, you haven't been that you'd like to go? Like, uh, do you do fishing or anything like that? Hunting? I do fishing. I do fishing, but I don't like to fish. <laughs> I do fishing. Yeah. And I'll let Lyric do fishing. But see. When I'm out on the lake, I just like to ride up and down the lake fast in my boat. I don't care. I just want to go speed. And so, but I'll pull over every blue moon and let Lyric fish. But then you finish fishing, and I'll turn the boat back on and hit that joint and just be out. I'll just be, I'm just a speed demon on land and water. <laughs> so fishing, yes, I do. I do country stuff. You know what I'm saying? And I got to fix my boat. I got to put a new propeller on it. So I'm gonna be out there this summer doing the country thing. Yeah, man, from the from the bricks to the sticks, man. You know. Hey, look, when you come out, we'll go take the boat out. It'll be finished by then. <laughs> oh, hey, I'd love to. I'd love to, man. That would be great. You know. Plus, and that's uh, another thing. I'll, then I'll be interviewing you on the boat. Well, yes. Tell us about Murder yes. Master Music, because I was going to take Paws on the boat, but Paws got scared on me. Positive was like, you all don't know, Shan. <laughs> he had to let me take it out a couple of times to see if I come back before he'll trust me. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, I'll I, I tell you what, a huge part of this show, um, man, is you, brother. Uh, it's been an honor over the years just having you on, talking to you, and, you know, and... <clears throat> I'm still upset about uh, what happened the last time, and my apologies with that fucker from D.S. Yeah, and I don't know. No, I had nothing to do with you. See, people have to take, I said what I said with no apologies. Yeah. You understand? That had nothing to do with you, per se. That was other people that being dickheads. And I cussed Vlad the fuck out. Fuck you still, Vlad. I don't need to be on your fucking Vlad TV. And even though I cussed you out, you still didn't take my motherfucking material down. So that shows how much of a sucker you are. Because I'd have fucking took your shit down. You cussed me out. But it ain't really Vlad. It's his underlings. But... Like it is. If you the boss, motherfucker, you're responsible for what your underlings do. And so Vlad got cursed out for what the fuck his underlings did. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Yeah, you know I, I just saying? saw to make Uncle Luke curse him out too <laughs> yesterday. He was mad uh -huh. at him about something. Uncle Luke was mad at him about something and gave him a, a earful uh, down there in Miami. Yeah, because I. I I call him the, uh, the like the feds because anybody yeah. that gets anybody to get on their show and start talking about shit that there's no statute of limitations on, and next week you're locked up. Everybody wants to get on Vlad and try and act like they're the baddest gangster, this, that, and the third. But what you're doing is snitching on yourself, and the feds is coming because Vlad got to deal with them niggas. Watch my show. He's going to tell you about a crime he committed. Three years ago, and no statute on that shit. Go get him. That's what I look at his show like. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 100%. It's always you know. a thing of let's pull all the dirt out. Why can't we just talk like me and Scott? 
talking right now. Yeah, talking well, about uh about beautiful the things. Water, Why the fuck we gotta know? always talk about you know? Come on now. Oh. Oh yeah, man. You know. Well let, let me ask you this. You know, we know what snow is like musically. I I know he lived with you for a while. Uh he was on here thanks to you. He told us some great stories. You know, um Outside of the music, just hanging out with them, like, what do you guys do? Do you guys, uh, um, you, know, you guys go fishing or on the lake, or, you know, what's he like outside no. of the, the studio? Uh, Snow is really laid back. I'm too fast for him. I'm really, fast. you know, I gotta go out and do my own thing. He's more laid back than me nowadays. It's like, I gotta go out and do my own thing. He don't want to do that. <laughs> You know, no more. You know what I'm saying? I'm still the wild one. And so being around him, it's like we've never left each other. I don't care. I haven't seen him in 12 years since the day that we met up on Nori. I didn't see snow for 12 years or something crazy like that because he couldn't come to the States. I'm on charges in the United States, so I can't go to Canada. So now to the point where he didn't got all of that wiped off of his, I'm still on, <laughs> and I can't come to Canada. So he comes to America, and I'll go ride down to Florida and go see him. Yeah, yeah, ain't that something? All those years he couldn't get here, now you can't get there. Right now, well, look, well, in Florida, here's how he lives. Right, he lives on the high rise. He got the overlooking the beach balcony. I don't want to be up here on the freaking balcony looking at the beach. Fuck out of here. I'm out of here. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I go yeah. out and I do my own thing. <laughs> Actually, yeah. when I went to Miami, I told him he wanted me to stay where he was staying, right? I said, Snow, you know I can't do that, right? <laughs> I had to get my own hotel. Like, yo, I'm not messing around. I know you got all the fly accommodations for me, and we're going to be staying in a palace, but I'm not with all that. <laughs> Let me get down and gritty and dirty like I usually do. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's yeah, that, that's that's dope, man. You know, uh, it's cool how you guys can go from – you know, the top of the charts are just, just hanging out like buds, you know? Just uh That's what we were before that. Like I say yeah. on, on the show, Snow fed my family. At the time when I met Snow, I was going through getting dropped off a of cold chill and all kind of crazy mess, you know? And so when Snow came around, he saved my life and I saved his. And those stories are out there. He stole food yeah. to feed my family while he's on charges in Canada, so... You know, I forever love him. His mother is my mother. His sister is my sister, you know? Yeah, yeah. Uh, and, yeah and that's how we do. We don't, we don't deal with each other musically. We don't deal with each other musically. We do when we have to. But other than that, you hear us talking on the phone. You won't hear no music stuff. Yo, brother, yo, what you do today? That's what we. That's what we talk about. We don't worry about this music. It's going to come. It's going to come. We, ain't, we don't sweat it anymore. We're older men. We're distinguished gentlemen now. Except yeah. one of us still gets drunk. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, you know, every one of us go. We, we we gotta have a uh, we gotta have some fun, you know. My my, uh, my drink of choice is actually inhaling Bud, but um, you know why not, man? Why not kick back and relax a little bit, have fun? All right, you know? but see, you see how I get after a few drinks. <laughs> After a few drinks or something else, I can drink my whistles all day. That's what I drink. I drink my wine all day. From the time I wake up in the morning, 9 o'clock in the morning, you can see me putting up a post. And the first thing you see, like I say, they say an apple a day keeps the doctor away. Fuck it. Why not crush some grapes? Same shit. It's a fruit. <laughs> but at least I'm enjoying this motherfucker right here. <laughs> yeah. Why not, man? Why not, brother? You know? You earn the right. You earn the right to enjoy yourself, just like anybody else. That's what know? I say, and I'm not. I'm not being apologetic. People always ask me, "Do you drink every day?" Yes, I do. Do I ask you for a dime to buy it? Then shut up. <laughs> yeah. Well, well. See, I look at it like this: if you do, if you drink, you smoke, or whatever. As long as you handle your business, you're good, and, you, and you're the type the guy handles his business. You know. I mean, you're showing everybody else how and to so, do things. 
Right. It's like, come on now. If I can do this and I'm drunk every day by 9 o'clock in the morning, what's your excuse? It's all I can say to folks. It's like, I'm not drunk by 9 o'clock in the morning, but I start drinking 9 o'clock in the morning. That's my breakfast. My body is accustomed to it now, and I can say that. It's like if I don't have a whistle in the morning, it's something's off. I'm yeah. addicted to it. <laughs> I love it. It's okay. But it's not like some shit that I was addicted to that takes all my money and I don't have anything. I've got a lot of things now, you know. I just substituted one thing for the other because it makes me happy. Living yeah. in a world with a bunch of squares that don't drink, that don't smoke, is not my idea of fun. I don't like being around squares. If you don't curse, I don't trust you. If you don't drink and you don't smoke, I don't trust you there either. You know what I'm saying? You got to have a little bit of dirt with you in order for me to mess with you because I'm dirty, yo, and I can't trust somebody that ain't just as dirty. You might be a Vlad-ass nigga snitching and shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's clean as a whistle, it appears. <laughs> he don't look like he smokes, drinks, nothing, you know? But, Don't matter to me. He's getting his money. He's fucking getting I ain't got nothing to do with that. He's getting his money. He's making a living. He's feeding his kids, and that's all that's important. But don't fuck with me. Leave me alone. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Leave me out of your shit. Oh, yeah, man. There's enough enough problems to go around. We don't need more. That's for sure. I don't want any problems. I don't want to fuck with people. I'm yeah. fucking too busy doing my life. You know what I'm saying? People are, I'm not mad at no one. You know what I mean? I'm good. Yeah. And you're bitter. What the fuck am I bitter about? I wake up every day drinking a whistle when you go to work. Uh, you can't even get fucked up till you get off. Uh, <laughs> fuck you talking you about still, me uh, for? You still doing your DJing at all? <laughs> huh? You still doing like DJing? What'd you say? Didn't you, uh, I'm not DJing DJ? anymore. No. That was like five years ago when I was DJing in the strip club. <laughs> I ain't DJed since then because I wasn't a DJ then. It was just the things that I say on the microphone that got me over. You know, I was always getting to the money for the girls, you know, and, yeah. and it wasn't my music. I would actually program my music to play, and I'd be on the microphone. I ain't even at the turntables. I'm walking around the stage with the microphone while the music is playing. Telling niggas, yo, yeah. come up out your pocket. Throw that throw that shit up on the stage. Nigga, ain't no free look-sees. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And so the <laughs> girls loved it because that nigga Shan don't give a fuck. He don't care if he get fired, nothing, because I didn't need the job in the first place. And what fucked them up was I quit on their ass. They used to firing yeah. people and making them feel degraded and low and, you know, like you lost the best thing that could have been. I fucking told them niggas, yo, you know what? I quit. Fuck you. Find somebody else for my slot. It was <laughs> fucked up with that shit. Like, get the fuck out of here. Don't nobody quit us. I did, motherfucker. I ain't need you in the first place. And then the manager that I used to have, I used to talk mad shit about her because she used to try and play me in the club. You know, like, I'm your boss. I'm your boss. Once I quit, I show the bitch, you ain't my boss, ho. Fuck you. And you can't do the shit that I do, stupid-ass bitch. <laughs> shit, I couldn't tell her because I wanted to steal their money. But after I said, fuck you, I ain't stealing y'all money no more, I gave that bitch a piece of my mind, you fucking idiot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's the way to do it, man. You know, oh, so you they, thought you was better than me, ho? All right. <laughs> Let me show you the real Shan. Now that I ain't got to listen to your bullshit. Let me show you who the fuck you was fucking with the whole time. <laughs> yeah. Hey, she needs to go watch Revenge of the Walking Dead video. You know, she Man. must not pay attention to that shit. <laughs> no, she ain't pay attention. But she used to run around the club. And here's her shit. You're worth this much million. You're worth this much million. And look how I can talk to you. All right, bitch. <laughs> I just yeah, be having fun talk. in life. That's the way to be, People brother. The older I get, and, and, the more I want to That's all I want is just fun and happiness and peace and, you know, fuck stress. And, you know, just like on uh, Instagram or, or YouTube or whatever, 
Like, I'll see people, they'll, they'll leave some shady comments, and that used to get me heated, but now it's like, I don't give a fuck. I'm not going to bust an aneurysm. I tell them appreciate what you. Some, I tell them yeah, appreciate you. Yeah, thanks for the viewer. <laughs> <laughs> Come by again. Hey, thank you. Hey, you know? Some motherfuckers, I just block them immediately because I don't have yeah. time to go over this again with you. Everybody that fucks with me knows my teeth are fucked up. So if you're going to come at me today and say, yo, Shan, your teeth are fucked up. You need to get your teeth fixed. I know this shit. But guess what? My teeth are not the most important shit in my life. I'm not trying to fucking go for any glamour contest or none of that shit, right? But in the end of the day, if you want to fucking fix my teeth, send me a GoFundMe, bitch. You know what I'm saying? So it's like I'll block yeah. them niggas immediately because I ain't got time to explain to them that I don't give a fuck what you're saying. I'll get my shit fixed when I'm ready. And yeah. you're just taking, you like you took and, and, and went over the whole message that I had there and you want to bring attention to yourself by saying some fuck nigga shit. And so I don't pay attention to that. I just block you immediately and tell you thank you, goodbye. Because I'm not yeah. going to sit here and explain to you how I don't give a fuck about none of that shit you're talking about. So since you don't know, you got to go. Yeah, I don't have time good. to watch your comments, read your shit. I'm fucking with the people that love me. And when shit come across of a motherfucker that don't love me, you got to go. Because I got to pay attention to the people over here that love me. I ain't got time to, you know what I'm saying? Sometimes I ain't even right. have to fucking go at a motherfucker. I had a whole squad. That would go on them like you shut up, blah blah blah. Like they even know now. Leave them niggas alone. They even know. I always, uh, I, I said something earlier today. Uh, it's always the, uh, it's also always the ones who can't do it themselves that are the most critical. You know, the ones from the sidelines right. that want to throw uh, uh, shade on you. You know, it's because there's obviously some envy. You know, whatever the case is. But, uh, I'm going to tell yeah, you man, exactly what it is. What it is is that's a person that needs to look at somebody else and, and get a negative out of it to make their self feel good. So if they can yeah. look at me and talk about my teeth or whatever or my shoes or my pants, that's to give them some kind of feeling of superiority over whoever they're talking about. Okay, so with that being said, you're just an idiot because you're worried about somebody else just to bring credence to yourself and, and, and enlightenment to yourself. When you don't even, you're, you're lost. You're paying attention to somebody else when you could be paying full attention to fixing yourself and your evil spirit and your fucked up way of thinking. But you don't do that. You'd rather point a finger at somebody else because you have no talent. And most of the time I tell them motherfuckers, I say, oh, that, that's that's a whack beat. That's a, that. You ain't you ain't even make a beat that did anything yet. So how are you going to tell somebody their beats are whack when you don't even have a track record? Yeah. Shan, I ought to give you a better beat than that for you to rhyme on. Really? Yeah, you, I mean, shit, yeah. Why speak on some if you don't have the, the the credentials to speak? You can't coach the or you can't play the game if you've never coached or how does it say you can't coach the game if you haven't played it, you know? Right. Um, but yeah, that's real shit, man. Always always real spill when Shan's on the show. Shan, I got the homie uh, all the way from overseas. He's got a couple questions for you. Uh, Sinister DJ Sinister from France. Sin, you there, brother? Yes, yes. Uh, hi, Scott. Hi, legendary MC Sean. What's happening awesome. from French? Voulez-vous coucher avec moi? Yeah. From New York to Paris. <laughs> the French collection. Right. Yes, sir. Um, can you tell us about this song you did by the day in 87, Living in the World of Hip Hop, from your album Down By Low? Yeah. Living in the world Living in the world of hip hop was the, the early days of hip hop and so and it was just a song that I made just describing what it was like living in the world of hip hop. I can't even remember the words verbatim. 
But I just know that living in the world of hip-hop was just me describing life in this hip-hop game and, and what I was experiencing at that point in hip-hop. Why couldn't you ask right, me about right. Left Me Lonely? At least I know the words to that. <laughs> <laughs> you did a classic, too. It was uh, A Pure Resist, uh, and this is right. Can I tell us about, about this uh, album, Bound to be Wild, in 88, and A Pure Resist is our some song? Born to be Wild, I always was on a thing of make my own music, the way I wanted to, create my own lane the way I wanted to. So Born to be Wild, I took, you know, the song Born to be Wild. I was taking any and everything, you know what I'm saying, sampling this, sampling that. I just took a lot of chances in this music game that others didn't take. Once they found their niche, they stuck to it, and that's who they are today. Me, I didn't find a niche. I just fucked with all of them. I went, I did love songs. I did hardcore songs. I did conscious songs. I did this. So I was never be able to have been put in a box that said, this is MC Shan, because MC Shan did them all. And so Born to be Wild is just another another staple of what I'm saying, because after Born to be Wild, what you get? A play it again, Shan, right? Where I was willing to take chances again. I was always a risk taker, and I always took chances and did what I wanted, how I wanted. Even when I couldn't do what I wanted, how I wanted, I still tried anyway. Right, right. Uh, what, what was the meaning behind the song Etanta Hip Hop Record uh, on a Play It Again Shine in 1990? Say it again. What's the title? Yeah, uh, Etanta Hip Hop Record. What was the meaning behind the song? It ain't a hip hop record. It ain't a hip hop record. It's house. It ain't a hip hop because at the time when I made those kind of songs, the music industry was against rap. The 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 magazines and every major thing was against rap, saying rap ain't a real form of music. So house music was very popular. Okay, so what did I do? I made a house record. It ain't a hip-hop record, it's house. It ain't, you know what I'm saying? And so I would change up my style because of what they were saying about the music at the time. So I tried to prove them wrong. Oh, our, our music is in an art form? Well, I could rock over some house music. Can a house music artist rock over some rap? No, they cannot. So I just took those chances there. Right, right. Tell us about uh, how you started with MCA Records in 85 with the single Feed the World, how it was uh, to be in the first uh, label, MCA, at the time. I wasn't actually signed to MCA. MCA was a favor for a favor type of thing. There was a lady at, at WBLS at the time called Mae James, and she was program director, and she had connections with MCA, and they wanted to do a record that was similar to We Are the World, but with a rapper, but somebody that can actually articulate what it was, what they're trying to say. And so they came and got me, and so I did Feed the World. And then we tried to establish a relationship after Feed the World, but they wanted to change our hip-hop. They started sending us into the big studio, and when we came out of the big studio with the same things that we were making in the living room, it didn't have the sound. They didn't have the 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 the, the staff that knew how to properly promote hip hop. So it was a mutual arrangement where I never signed a contract that. Mm-hmm. All right, y'all go y'all way, and I go my way. So I never got dropped off of MCA. I actually never was on MCA. Okay. Yeah, after you, you go to Carl China Records, of course, to Marimal, how it was to to work with him, Marimal, as a legend, producer? I didn't think of him as a legend, man. <laughs> y'all think of him as yeah. I think of him as Molly Moore. Molly, yeah, yeah, whatever. <laughs> but Molly Maul is the reason why I learned how to produce music. And how did I learn from Molly? I, I would mess up his productions. I would just r- walk over and press something, and, and it would be messed up. <laughs> 
and now he has to go back and redo it. Now, while he's redoing that, I'm watching. That wasn't my main purpose of messing up what he was doing, but everything that I learned about this studio that made me come out my first production that I ever did in Forma that blew up, the only production that I ever did other than my album, went triple and purple platinums and seven-time platinums and Daddy Yankees and all that. I learned those skills from Molly Mark. Wow. You're right. Legendary. Thanks for them dope questions, Tim. Uh, the yeah, first like, connection. Appreciate the human encyclopedia of hip hop. <laughs> you yeah, got more names than Apollo Creed, man. <laughs> but uh um, Oh, he's coming with some he's coming with some questions that I didn't expect. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, he, he he all the time. All the time. Um, but uh, I'll tell you what This is this has been amazing Just to chop it up with you again And I, I look forward to more in the future You know um, And uh, I definitely want to leave here with a song I got a whole list of MC Shan songs I don't even know what we could play To get out of here But uh, hey, maybe we'll just play a couple <laughs> You know Maybe we'll play a few hey. motherfuckers. Whatever maybe you we'll decide it's this music that you control. You do what you want to do. I'm not even going to make any suggestions. <laughs> well, that's what's up. I appreciate you, and I appreciate you for bringing the bringing your own sound effects. That's a first. You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna require that of all my guests in the future. With Sam Shishan started that. He brought his own sound effects. You got to bring a horn or something. You know. <laughs> There you go, brother. Got to bring something. <laughs> yeah. Big shout to the Murder Master Music Show. Everybody give you a round of applause. We're getting ready to get up out of here. It's been fun. We've been doing what we do. We're kicking it. And this man has 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 been with me for years and years and years now. And he promotes things that I do and whatnot. And so i got to give Murder Master Music Show a big and y'all know uh, what that means. Uh, Rewind, Selecta. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what's up, Shan. I appreciate you, brother. And, uh, man, we'll do this again soon. Hey, before we get out of here, though, uh, uh, you want to uh, mention anything uh, uh, to promote anything? Yeah, y'all want to see me and, and see the crazy mess I talk on a daily? MC Shan one on Instagram. MC Shan with a number one. And it has, you know what I thought, Scott? I said because I couldn't get MC Shan with a, what's it called? I put a one on. It has nothing to do with KRS one. I'm not trying to be a one like him. <laughs> <laughs> so nah, it's MC Shan with a number one. MC Shan with a number one. I never thought about that. <laughs> hey, MC Shan is number one. Out. That's what's up, brother. I'm still MC number Shan one. Had, had a great one, time. One, one. Oh yeah, man. That's what I'm talking about. This is MC Shan, motherfucker. Yo, y'all want more? Anybody want some more MC Shan? Let me hear you say MC Shan. MC Shan. Come on, Shan. Or don't you even come at all, motherfucker, no heartbeat That's cause it don't respond, motherfucker, a thought chain is coming from beyond, motherfucker Get you right and you can't stop my arm, motherfucker It's wartime, you looking like you're dumb, motherfucker So damn, you moving kinda fast, motherfucker We can do this, down to the last, motherfucker Raw fit, no bling bling, I blast, motherfucker Hot shit, the pages smell of ass, motherfucker Reality, the galaxy is fast, motherfucker Too deep, mentally to grasp, motherfucker your past seem to represent your future. I'm not blow you out the frame, motherfucker. Living in the bird, but I'm the same, motherfucker. Forget that I'm a fishing out flames, motherfucker, like destiny. I make you say my name, motherfucker. Matter of fact, put this between your ears, motherfucker. Plotting on, releasing this for years, motherfucker. A lot of smoke and quite a few beers, motherfucker. When I die, no need to shed a tear, motherfucker. Nowadays, it's getting hard to hear, motherfucker. Speed of sound, I'm jetting like a leer, motherfucker. Queer motherfucker, thugs look, you trade that for some shit motherfucker What I say
straight line and I ain't about to be a motherfucker. This is nigga Flanagan. So you call him a ghost, Chris. This must be revenge of the walking dead. Saying that you took me out, that's some off the wall shit. Sounding like you got the suits, this hit me some raw shit. Say I'm swinging on your nuts, as if you had some balls, Chris. Call it beef, I'm bringing back the hip hop that we all miss. Okay, Chris, you say I'm on some suck shit. Motherfuck you, and them fans that you fuck with. Call yourself a teacher, well that's a fake persona. I'm dealing with an intellect that's really way beyond you. Ain't no time to pit me, you can't call me a slave. This time around, take my crown and plant me in the grave. I know that I'ma walk away with barely just a bruise. But I'ma raise the body count and put you on the news. I see that bet and raise you on and put you on a shirt. And show them what a bitch you are by lifting up your skirt. You really wanna do it, Shan? I thought about it briefly. Chris is on some bully shit, his skills is way beneath me. You say that you're a mason, there's gotta be a glitch. But telling all them secrets, so I'm calling you a snitch. Chris, I never diss your wife, so leave that shit alone. And say that I'm not hood, my shit is that's the stone. You waiting on my gun to jam, I bet it won't get stuck. And I'm about to cock it back, Chris, you better duck. It really wouldn't matter if you duck or not. Cause I'ma hit you anyway, I feel my shit with buckshot. Saying that you took me out, that's some off the wall shit. Sounding like you got the suits, this hit me some raw shit. Say I'm swinging on your nuts, as if you had some balls, Chris. Call it beef, I'm bringing back the hip hop that we all miss. Saying that you took me out, that's some off the wall shit. Sounding like you got the suits, this hit me some raw shit. Say I'm swinging on your nuts, as if you had some balls, Chris. Call it beef, I'm bringing back the hip hop that we all miss. They don't need my career, but that's the only way you got one. Two, not three. Think you rock a beat? I go harder on a clip track, sword off blast, carry so much kickback, deep with my words that I don't need a sick track. Laughing at your silly fucking song, but that your get back, you got to come harder. I thought that you were smarter, hip hop ain't no piece underneath the Magna Carta, but you don't even think that fast. You the teacher, but I'm standing at the head of the class. I'm really glad I got your panties all up in a bunch. You say you took me out, you couldn't take me to lunch. Go ahead, dig deep, bring out the battle. The next shot I shoot's gonna sink your whole battleship I used to see a mural that they had up on Jerome I would run up on it, take a pit and sag on my way home Call yourself Goliath from a slayer with this rock You know your time is ticking, Chris, you looking at your clock This will be the greatest battle that the world has never seen Cause I'm about to mop you like my name was Mr. Clean Saying that you took me out, that's some off the wall shit 